Verbal Tap bonus episode. Fighting is easier when you're just watching a movie casually and arguing with a friend about it. Raph, would you like to introduce the premise of what we're doing here today? Of course. <clears throat> so, as you guys may know, fighting, as most things, kind of canceled right now. And a lot of shows are going to struggle to figure out what to do during this time. Unfortunately, we're not one of those shows. We kind of can talk about anything. Kevin and I have very vast interests. We're not just the MMA and jiu-jitsu guys. We also happen to watch movies on occasion. And <clears throat> I recently did a podcast where I talked about a movie I hated. And it turns out Kevin did not hate that movie. And before we record, it's not uncommon for us to say, I saw this movie or, oh, I know this movie's coming out. It's going to be great. But I'll ask you this, Kevin. Why is it that you like X-Men The Last Stand? There's a lot going on in that movie. They have a civic community meeting about mutants' rights at one point. So there's a little um, yes. a Harvey Milk-like speech for evil, and I'm in. Anytime there's like a, a public calling where it's like, we must be more evil. <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> I'm down. So and then there's a full-on <laughs> mutant war on an island. Whoa. And when Ben mm -hmm. Foster angels his way out like the most beautiful by unicorn I've ever seen, I, it's a movie I can mm -hmm. rewatch. That's what I'll say. We saw that movie. Uh, uh, Frasier's in it. <clears throat> You asshole, Frasier's there. Oh, I'll tell you this much. Frasier Beast is probably the one of the shining moments of that movie. Can, can I ask but you if Niles yes, Crane please. Swan had come in? If like his, if <laughs> Niles had made an appearance, would you change your mind on the movie? I'm not going to say no, but there's a lot of me that was angry as I was sitting there watching it that midnight showing. And as I describe on my friend's podcast... There's a moment when we all – because the whole premise of Jay Light's podcast, very, very funny, uh, called Blockbusting, is you take a movie that you hate that other people love. And that movie made over $232 million uh, in a domestic gross. Meanwhile, I watched that movie with people who were so disappointed on that midnight screening that for 30 minutes in the lobby after – we could barely make words at one another. We just kind of like, so, you know, Beast was in it, dude. That was, that was cool. When they um, when they made child children fight, when they were like, Ellen Page, we need you to get your ass out there. You weren't like, yeah, I don't see enough kids. Juno, baby, get out there. No, instead, <laughs> I was sitting there being like, what the fuck is this? And they basically made, at that point, fan service the movie, which was... There's a very famous internet meme where they made the animated cartoon uh, with the character Juggernaut, who's not a very smart character, but they turn him into a meme where he just goes, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. And guess what? They did it in the movie. And it's so bad. So anyway, I He's certainly Kevin, not a genius, but... but he does use his head. Ew. Thank you. I'll be here all yep. weekend. All right. Let's, let's not lose him this early, Kev. So... The, the premise of this was when I told Kevin, listen, that movie is so bad and I can't believe that you like it. It made me realize maybe there are some differences to be exploited for our show. So thus, 
Plus, we are presenting a movie knockout round. See? MMA theme, so. But in this particular case, Kevin pitched in response to saying, well, that's not a bad movie. A bad movie is, say, Jumanji 2. Jumanji 2 is terrible. That is factually what I restated. (sighs) All right. So that made me think, okay, how about Kevin and I each bring a movie to the table and we will make our cases. We will each have three minutes to make our case. That will be followed by three minutes of cross-examination for both of us. And then at the very end, we get to make final statements. This will be decided by you, the fans. Because if it were up to us, we would kind of split the vote. It's, you know, I'm going to vote for me. Kevin's going to vote for him. It's not really, you know, we don't have it's verbal tap legal. It's important says, that you vote because verbal tap legal was like, <laughs> fuck you both. You can't decide. <laughs> Kevin technically, legal, by the way, endorsed cocaine <laughs> use last podcast. You two aren't trusted for this. Well, Verbal Tech Legal is also working remotely right now. So they're just kind of like doing that thing where they're not actually working. They're not taking our Zoom calls. So it's up to you guys to really tell us who wins and loses. I, however, decided to bring a, a movie to the table in Baywatch. So, Kev, do you want me to go first so I can kind of show folks how it's done? Absolutely. It's three minutes on the clock. Is that your opening okay. salvo? Yeah, uh, hold on. I didn't really have a soundbite for any of this, uh, but I'll just go ahead and put it on. You let me know. Count me in. Okay. In three, two, one. The Rock famously said about the movie Baywatch, this is not a movie that's made for critics. Well, guess what? It's not really made for anybody else either. Baywatch the movie begs the question, what kind of thing will make Baywatch Nights look like the Citizen Kane of literally all of entertainment? Yes, Baywatch, the famed 90s series, which was begging for someone to go ahead and make it into some kind of big budget movie. And yeah, you can go get The Rock and Zac Efron, who put tons of hours into their bodybuilding and almost little to none into their acting skills. Here's a few reasons why I think you should vote against or for for me against Baywatch. Here's why. First off, this is listed on IMDb, and I kid you not, as an action comedy thriller i'm here to tell you it is none of those (laughs) one minute it succeeds at doing none of those i will let you know that this movie starts with a elaborate number of dick jokes (laughs) not at all confined to the fact that one dude by all accounts of gravity gets his dick stuck in the middle of a fucking vent chair and it is ridiculous to see the rock have to be lowered to this and that's saying a lot because we are both bringing movies starring the rock which a script was not necessary two for some strange reason in the middle of the movie it can't decide it's a comedy sure okay but then it decides to add an element of alcoholism for Zac Efron, <laughs> and that's the crux of it so it's basically telling you like la la fun dick jokes and alcoholism 
Oh, no, everybody gets sad. Zach Efron can't do his job because he's too drunk. And The Rock has to give him a heart to heart. And it is absurdly terrible. Okay. Third. When you're watching this movie and you ask yourself, what's the plot of this movie? Well, don't worry. It's basically taking every element from the 80s, putting it into a blender, and then just seeing what's going to spit back out. For example, is there a drug element to this movie in which they must stop an illegal drug trafficking trade? Sure. Do they go to her coroner's office to try and hide from these guys who are chasing them that The Rock can easily beat up and then does so 20 seconds later? Yes, it does. Is Zac Efron essentially playing Ryan Lochte? Well, that, my friends, is the subtlety that is in the eye of the beholder. Three minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, I present you 10 seconds to wrap. Oh, you didn't count me in that fucking... Sorry. I'm supposed to get like a 30, right? Well, you, I mean, oh, you okay. know, take it. Anyway. Not, it's not debate. I don't know why I'm like, three minutes, stop. I present, <laughs> I present to you Baywatch the movie An Unnecessary Atrocity to the World. Kev. Excellent. Wow. First of all, you hit on some things I do. I will concede points. I want to. This is a debate thing that people do. Beach chair erection scene, I wrote down in my notes as not a choice I would make. In fact, that's also where I stumbled <laughs> upon. Should they just cut Ronnie from this movie in its entirety? Ronnie is one of the few characters you just saw control pasted from one movie to another as comic relief, and it is not the right one you want. Okay, so is it cross-exam time here, or do I no, now pitch you mine? No, you have to present. Okay. You have to present your case and then as I'll, to why, and then we'll do some questions. Perfect. I have. I'm putting three on mine. I'll let you know when you have thirty, as opposed to your. Well, you took you took three minutes twenty one seconds. So I feel like, and I've got my alarm clock. I'm, I'm staring at my stopwatch. So I'm impressed. Fair enough. Ready. All right, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna Count go ahead and down. pull you in. Kev Kev is very good at fucking impromptu, so I'm very mad at this. Three, two, one, go. On its surface, a simple remake, but while Raft chose a movie that had only an audience score of 55% on Rotten Tomatoes and 17% from the critics, he took a safe choice on a bad movie, whereas mine rings in at 87%. 87% of people in this country have lost their goddamn minds, along with 71% of the critics from Rotten Tomatoes, and here's why in three simple reasons. First... Old people not understanding the basic premise of video games, anything that they're explained, or just what's happening around them. We were basically paraded around with two dementia patients with some bad accents. I'm going to get to a little bit more of that. Number two, I'm just going to, this is a teaser, a horse is a main character. And number three, manslaughter. Raph, I want to start with Danny DeVito. One minute. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Danny DeVito and Danny Glover, the Dannys, not understanding the fucking premise of this movie, of which they are a part of, and this game and this quest for the first 48 minutes of the movie. Nothing spices mm-hmm. up a comedy thriller like having to explain the idea of the comedy thriller 
And that person then forgetting in a hilarious way, except represented by a youthful vigor, The Rock. It pissed me off. Number two, Danny Glover, we're in a video game? And here's Kevin Hart doing Danny Glover. We're in a video game. It was terrible. Number two, one of the main characters, the young beauty, the um, um they make her an Instagram promoter in the first one. She's a mm. horse. That's her job in this one mm. until she's transferred back to Jack Black. Thank God when he gets to stop portraying a young black man. That's a problematic argument for a different podcast. And I want to get to point three. The most important, the protagonist, Spencer, gets everyone back into the video game by voluntarily marching his skinny ass in and becoming Aquafina. Explain that character twist. But then, you know who doesn't make it out of the game? Danny Glover. He stays some 30. black stallion that can fly. People are going to have questions like his family, the police. What happened to the Dan's Dan's? How are we supposed to make Lethal Weapon 76 if Danny Glover's a fucking horse in some video game? No one answers it, but Spencer took him in. Manslaughter at the least. Second degree murder. Five. If we have four, really good lawyers. Three. Jumanji's two, terrible. One. All right. I'm putting three minutes on the clock, and now I get to go and cross you first, then you cross me. Hot. I'm with it. Okay. <laughs> three minutes on the clock, Kev. Uh, state your name for the purpose of this, please. Uh, Kevin T. hates Jumanji, too. Thank you. Kevin, I you are under oath here. Does or does not Kevin Hart do an excellent impression of Danny Glover? He does not. It's not angry does, and curmudgeonly. Uh, uh, it's sir, like I need you to speak in the form of argumentation, please. <laughs> Have you seen Danny Glover and Beloved? He is confused and schizophrenic. That is his bag. Sir, I will go to number two, which is, do you not believe that there is more creativity exhibited in this movie, even if it fails, than in Baywatch? I will say, yeah, some of the scenes in this movie do take, even including the scene where I'll call one of my favorite witnesses to the stand, Geometry, and they have to ride ladders through, but it's a pretty good action sequence. Except okay. for the fact that they spend 80% of their time having heart-to-hearts in some off-word jungle series. Kev, it's a family movie. There's <laughs> always got to be a heart-to-heart. Now, let's go through this. I need you to answer. You're again under oath here. Who sings better, Nick Jonas or Zac Efron? Uh, that is fair. I would say Nick Jonas Thank if you. I hadn't That's all seen the, the greatest hear, show, I'm not asking <laughs> you any further questions on that. Number four, when you talk about the element of Danny Glover basically letting his family not know he's there, he has no family left. Maybe if you paid attention there, you would have known that he had nothing left to live for. Number five, his wife when is you're dead. Talking, that wasn't a. That, his wife is dead. Not and his, you know what? His, his kids ever, are dead like to his him, cousin, okay? his sister. Like, what was he, an orphan? They're not like, that's all I had. It's like, do you not have a son? He's old. I think it is implied. He makes eggs in the beginning. Family. He's a human being. <laughs> Number six here on my questions for you, sir. Did you laugh at any point in the movie? I don't 
I don't recall thinking anything was particularly funny. Interesting. Did you laugh at anything in Baywatch? Yes. Yes. And I what did. was that? What did you laugh at at Baywatch? Just so the audience oh, this knows. This is not going to be helpful for my case. This is not going to be helpful because the thing Go that ahead. sticks out is when he looks at Oscar's dead dick from The Office. Mm-hmm. And there's a selfie taken, and that's not an argument that helps me. I do admit it as I say it. I hear it. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I good. It. I just need you to answer this final question for me. Did you or did you not own Baywatch in your collection? All right. I mean, I loved Baywatch the series, so I just thought couldn't be a bad investment. I thought wrong. Jim, your honor, the prosecution rests you may have the floor well excellent because i would like to take you to an extremely important moment at the end who was appointed the new police chief of baywatch head towers i guess lifeguard chief who's the new chief at the that end would be that would be pamela anderson it would be pamela anderson isn't she one of the greatest american treasures of baywatch how great a drop-in was that yeah, that you have to wait two hours for it. This is a two-hour movie. How have we never mentioned that? A two-hour movie that we didn't need to be two hours. Technically, it's an hour and 48 minutes, but I won't quibble. Technically, <laughs> stick around for some credits so you can uh, get some true. appreciation for the that's people true. who made the film. And that gets me to my second one. Um, does Jumanji 2 have a fun outtakes clip at the end? Do they bring me into the process like the heartfelt makers and creators of Baywatch do? Here's a question I'll I can't I don't think I can ask you a question. Okay. No, they do not. <laughs> I will give you that. However, I would say this. Is it truly a shame when the outtakes are better than the movie? And sub question, does that not make for a different thing to consider when considering the true element of the movie at hand? I'll just rest the jury with it. Sounds like you quite enjoyed the outtakes, and that's a nice note of the it's part of the movie. He enjoyed it. I want to get I to my next outside point. Outside of the movie with the outtakes. Yes, I did. I like, yes, I did. How refreshing was it to have a female villain who was also a woman of a beautiful, I think she's Indian. Uh, how nice was it not to have the condition, like the very conditioned, traditional white ogre that we had in Jumanji 2, Raph? Wasn't it nice to have a refreshing perspective as the villain in Baywatch? It is interesting, although it was written for a man. That is a bullshit technicality, and you know Did you do your research? No. Did you know that it was meant for a man? (laughs) Well, who was the man? Because I would say she was the man. She came in, she owned it. I'm just saying. It was originally designed for a man, and then, you know, she decided to act in the movie. This is a quick one, but it's going to be important for my final point. Mm -hmm. Um, Does anyone Mm -hmm. do a Danny DeVito Brooklyn accent in, in Baywatch? There is an accent. It is not a Danny DeVito accent, though. Okay. And this accent really is not good. Uh, is is the following people um, in Baywatch? Hannibal mm-hmm. Burris? Mm-hmm. So he's great. That makes he's it awesome. He's in it for less than five minutes. Okay. Lieutenant Mitch Hoffman makes an appearance at the end. Who is that? He is the star of the series of Baywatch and Baywatch Nights. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does make an appearance, Raph, as you quietly somber back. 
And just, just one more question. Just one more question with my 20 seconds. Does someone get blown up with fireworks in this movie? God damn it, Kevin, you know I hate fireworks. Yeah, they do. I rest my questions, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. Thank you. Okay. Well, Kevin and I have exceeded both of our time here. <laughs> I have made my case. He has made his case. Now, granted, we don't believe these movies are what you would call good. We are asking you, the audience, to vote on which one made the case that their movie is indeed better. Mine is, of course, The Rock's Turn, goddamn, in the wretched Baywatch, which I did, and I, you know what, I know I'm out of turn saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I thought it was a movie I could watch for free. No, I had to pay $2.99 <laughs> for this movie. So maybe that can sway your vote. I'm not going to use any more in that. And then, Kevin, what is your movie? My movie is Jumanji 2 where The Rock does a Danny DeVito accent, and then the Aquafina you does don't a Danny need DeVito to, nope, accent. You already, you already it simply your point, is sir. terrible. That's my final appeal. Baywatch is a fun movie. Okay. Zac Efron swims underwater while it's on fire. I mean, nice abs, you know? Cool. That erection scene is well. problematic. Let us know. We'll <laughs> we'll keep you updated next week when we we'll uh, pick a genre and do this again. We were just in the rock movies. That was the genre this week. We crushed yes. that. And we will keep voting open until what? Saturday, Friday? What do you think? Sounds good. All right, somewhere in there. If people make passionate, but you the should... more passion you put in, we'll we'll use that as a weight factor. Absolutely. <laughs> this has been Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night and good fight. The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...